Welcome back to the Fantasy Chumps podcast. This is episode 97, the Chumpy Awards. In this episode, we hand out six awards to players that we feel are the fantasy MVP, the rookie player of the year, the biggest draft steal, the biggest draft bust, the best waiver wire pickup, and the late season bloomer. We also recap our lock of the week from week 16, and we give you our locks for week 18. Congratulations to our fantasy league champions we hope that you've enjoyed listening to this podcast all year long and we are excited to close out the year with you in this episode so as always follow us on x at fantasy underscore chumps three two one welcome back to the Fantasy Chumps podcast. Joining me on this wonderful day, all three of us are here to celebrate the end of the season. John and Nate, was your weekend as good as mine? Uh, Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that we're just here to celebrate the season. Yeah, we are. Really? That's it? Yeah. What else is there okay. to I don't know. <laughs> is there anything else to celebrate? Nate, was your weekend as good as as good as mine, or was it better? Maybe it could have been better. I mean, it, it, I had a pretty good weekend. Yeah. I got to <laughs> go to a friend's wedding. We had a great time up in Denver. Uh, funny little fun fact: we actually stayed in the same hotel that the Broncos players were staying in Sunday or Saturday evening before the game. The Broncos had a home game on Sunday against the chargers. They all stay in a hotel together on Saturday night. And we were at the same hotel that they were week every week. Yeah. Even home games. Apparently, apparently that's a thing for like every team in the NFL. What? What? Yeah, I know. I did not know that. That seems weird. And I feel like you I, would just get worse sleep. Yeah. I know. I guess they want everybody together at the same place. I don't know if it's every team that does this or like if the majority do, but I seemed like I was talking to my friends about it. I was like, wait, what? Like they do that? And he was like, Yeah, if you watch like in season hard knocks ever too, like all the other teams do it also for home games. So I thought that was really strange, but um, yeah, it was a good time, but I don't know, Layton, it seemed like you had a pretty good weekend. seemed like yeah, you were a little us, stressed. Did, is there something going on or like, did something happen? I, I'm just not aware of whatever it might be. Okay. You guys are both aware. Cause I called you and neither <laughs> one of you could really talk. So I'm just sitting in my apartment by myself, like streaking around. Cause your boy won the fantasy championship, and I'm the champion for the first time in our league of record. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so great. Oh, I have Thank to tell everybody, I won by 0.8 points, too. <laughs> that is the key fact in all of this. That's probably why I was so on a not just because of, you know, winning's great. But by less than a point, that's pretty. It's pretty electric. So that's unbelievable, honestly. 
that is it would i probably wouldn't even like acknowledge the win until like a couple days later because i'd be so scared of the stat correction bro that's why i didn't send anything in our group text like yeah i was pretty formal i didn't i didn't gloat you know but i at the end of the season the commissioner which i am also i you know kind of weigh it out like oh we had a good season <laughs> normally i'm just kind of you know half doing it because I, I didn't win but this year i was like oh this is great but i wanted to make sure i got the official and i got an email at like 3 a.m <laughs> and it's like congrats on your championship and i was like that's all i needed that's a lock and we ran with it here's the real question though now yeah what is what's the reward in our league again do you want to remind everybody yes whoever gets last in our league in the regular season buys the winner a nfl jersey a jersey of a player on the winning roster, right? That's correct. Who is your selection going to be? What jersey are you going to go after? Uh, I think there's only one right answer. I've thought about this a lot, and and I might try to like find a finagle way around it to get a <laughs> Trent McDuffie jersey <laughs> from the Chiefs because he was on my rot. They were on my roster at one point, but and I'm also. I'm not going to wear another team's jersey. I don't know if you guys are like that, but... I would 100% wear another team's jersey. See, I don't, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't not me... even wear it. I would I would just own it. <laughs> I'd be happy to own it. Like, frame yeah. it. You could... I mean, that's. I guess that's another avenue. You could try to get it signed at some point, too. Like, players do signings all the time. Like, you pay 50 bucks or whatever for them to sign something. And then you could get that framed with like a little plaque and put it up on your, like, I think that'd be super, super cool. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty cool. You're, you're telling me you don't want a Raiders Zamir white Jersey <laughs> on your wall. <laughs> no, I, honestly, what I thought about is because I would pick Christian McCaffrey probably. And I thought about it. I was trying to see if I had yeah, any, a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to see if I had anybody who were like big fans of uh, players of that were on the like other teams side so I mean cheese players like you just give it to them as like a gift or something because hmm. if if people were just take be your speech, reward and enjoy it man you're so charitable well i i don't it's just like a waste so don't be a real man donate the winnings to charity all yeah. right be, let's be real <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on with the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are recapping the Chumpy Awards Part Two. I know it's our third year. We didn't really have an official name three years ago, so this year the Chumpies are back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, also Nate, I looked this up. They apparently they do. They all sleep in hotel before home games. Yeah, I know. I was. This is this is weird. I felt like I was sitting there at the wedding, and like everybody else knew this is common knowledge, and I was the only one that didn't know that. That's just. I'm gonna read that article later, but <laughs> yes. Um, let me know who I should get a jersey of, because I'm I'm ser- I, I seriously want a Trip McDuffie jersey, but get mad if i tried to buy a trent mcduffie jersey since he wasn't on my game day winning roster or whatever so i mean i, I guess you can't i i don't care what jersey you get 
I thought the, I thought the point of the this being the like award was that none of us would really go out and buy jerseys of players from different teams. That's so true. this was like a way for like you could you'd be gifted one to yeah. like remember your season by. That's true. So I I don't know like Trim McDuffie that's probably my next jersey that I'm gonna get. I don't know. But we're, we're gonna get matching yeah. ones. I think I, we're gonna get matching. No, let's cut this from the episode. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that weird. Well, we were going to get different weird. colors, remember? Okay, that's, yeah. That's, Wait, you guys have coordinated this? We haven't coordinated Listen, John, it, it was right after <laughs> he stripped Tyree Kill in the Miami-Germany game. <laughs> this needs to be exposed. Emotions were running high. No, because wow. I, remember, I remember I said, I need a Trip McDuffie jersey, and it was like, I'll buy you one. And I said, no, I'll buy you one. And then he was like, all right, I need a red one. I was like, no, he said, Nate said, I need a white one. I said, I need a red one. There we go. Man, you guys are cute. <laughs> I feel like the door just got flung open on us, Layden. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really embarrassed. Do you, do you like write letters back and forth? Like... <laughs> no, we send a voice memos. So it's like ASMR nice. when I wake up every morning. Okay, this is too, that, that's a joke. It's too much, but yeah, man, chumpy, chumpy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. Should, should we start with the main one? You think, Layton? Just do your thing. Just take take a bow. <laughs> yeah. All right, John and I. It. John right. and I are tied up to the back of Layton's car. And Layton's going on a victory lap. <laughs> We're the cans on the strings of a <laughs> car that says just married. <laughs> Layton's just driving off into the sunset. That's Ripping true. a cool 55 and a 30. 55? Yeah. Uh, so the fantasy MVP, of, as determined by the Chumpies, all three of us, not just me, was Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> McCaffrey, you're... I don't think there's, I don't think there's any debate there, honestly. No, it's kind of hard. He outscored the next highest running back by 120 plus fantasy points. Yep. And we were just talking about this before the show. He was on 56% of championship rosters. So if you're playing in the championship, there's a better than 50% chance he was on one of the teams, which is kind of mind boggling to think about. So that's unbelievable. I want to hear the stat. Well, if he would have had a big game, the number would probably be higher of championship winning rosters. But how far ahead do you think he is in terms of total fantasy points of the next closest player? It's like mm. 120, right? Or in terms of running no, back, right? Amongst all positions. Oh, he's number one on all of them? Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with 47. Nate. Including quarterbacks, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's number one overall. Whoa, probably like twenty five. He's only five. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. He's on, but yeah, he's only five points ahead. It's Josh Allen at three hundred eighty six. Well, wow. that's kind of nuts. Still crazy. Yeah, I'm not discounting it at all. Dude's a beast. Yeah, what a stud. What a stud. Gotta love that guy. So. Christian McCaffrey, the first chumpy for the fantasy football MVP. 
Nate or you know what? John, how about you do the fantasy rookie player All right. of the year? The fantasy rookie player of the year. We have nominees for almost all. We have nominees for the rest. Everybody but fantasy <laughs> uh, MVP. Um, the player of the year amongst rookies came down to Kyron Williams, Sam Laporta, and Puka Nakua. And after this was probably. This was really hard. We debated on this one the second most, I think. Yeah. But we ended up selecting Puka Nakua as the rookie player of the year for fantasy. This audio is uh, great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Puka had a phenomenal year. I think he was probably my second biggest regret of as far as players that I missed on the waiver wire. I did not have Puka in a single league. Um, and he ended up, what is he, wide receiver five? Um, just He's been incredibly consistent. He's 101 receptions, um, 1,400 receiving yards, only five touchdowns, but just a little prop for next year. He's going to be even better next year because he's going to score way more than five touchdowns. So, I I think better days are ahead for Puka Nakua, as scary as that is. Put it in Sharpie, is what John says. There it is. Nate, would you like to give out the next Trumpy? I would be happy to. So, <laughs> the biggest draft day steal award, we had four, I think, legitimate nominees for this. It was hard. Including Keenan Allen. Who I thought was very well deserving. I thought Michael Pittman, the next nominee, equally is deserving. DJ Moore, uh, I think you can make a case for him, but didn't really. He was a little too inconsistent, I think, over the course of the season to to take this award. So we decided instead to give it to somebody that was probably the most inconsistent player on that list. Raheem Mostert, 31-year-old <laughs> running back from Miami. He was uh, definitely more inconsistent. <laughs> I think when you when we look at this pick, Raheem Mostert, as it stands right now, somebody uh, or going into week 18, he's listed as the running back three on the season. His ADP in sleeper going into this year was 129th. I think when you can grab a player off. Uh, I mean, this this was a player that was drafted in the majority of leagues. If you can get him in the 12th or 13th round, come away with a running back three, a top five running back on the season. I don't think there's any any other person that deserves this award more. Um, so Raheem, Raheem Mostert, good for you, man. Good All right, and me. next, I'm gonna kick it. I'm gonna kick this one to. I, I want to kick this to John, honestly. I was chasing. I feel like here. I feel like John, John was kind of into this award as we were going through and debating it. So, John, could you give us our biggest draft day bust? The biggest draft day bust award is a very honorable award. It it goes to a very impressive individual that many people had much faith in in the first round of the fantasy draft this year. I, being one of the individuals who was not high on this player, am happy to announce that it came down to Tony Pollard, Garrett Wilson, and Austin Eckler. 
the man himself, the running back for the Los Angeles football chargers, Austin Eckler, is the proud recipient of the biggest draft day bust award. We, and let me tell you, do? he was stanky. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> Uh, Austin Eckler, I believe he finished as running back 29. Still, we have one week to go, but they play the Chiefs, and I don't see him putting up a, a huge game tomorrow. Or, well, tomorrow, <laughs> this week. Uh, <laughs> what day is it? Good grief. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Austin Eckler's been really bad. He's he Granted, he faced some injury. I believe his age started to show, and I believe that the, the Chargers even lost faith in what he could be uh, towards the end of the season. He's played, let's see, he has played 75, he has not played 75% of the snaps since week 12 mm-hmm. against the Ravens. And fun fact, that was the only game that he played over 75% of the snaps. So, it's not been good for Austin Eckler. Um, his yards per carry has been abysmal this year. It is down to 3.65 yards per carry, five rushing touchdowns, and one receiving touchdown. So um, we had a segment planned for an early retirement party, I believe. <laughs> I believe we're not doing it, but I believe Austin Eckler would have been the uh, the guest of honor. He would have gotten an invitation for, for sure. Yeah, yeah. so – uh, see you later, Austin Eckler. I, I won't miss you, buddy. Do we ah. do we think uh, he's on the Chargers again next year, though? Like, we're just we don't need to go too deep, but like, he's gonna I don't see a reason why he would be, but he's gonna sign with somebody, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He could be Leonard Fournette. Yeah, well, Eckler was the one that was kind of like probably one of the top three guys that were really running that whole running back market ordeal this off season. Right. Yeah. Pay me. Yeah. Get the pay me, pay us more. Um, I don't know. I feel like this season did not really help his case at all. Uh, he's another year older. <laughs> I don't think he's on the chargers next year. I like John said, I don't know if he'll be on a team to start next season. Um, just based off what he might be asking for. It's kind of unfortunate, though. It, he had really, I mean, his week one game was spectacular this year. I forget what his injury was that kind of kept him out from weeks two through four, but not a good year for Austin Eckler. But hmm. unfortunate. He has never ran for a thousand yards in his career. Hmm. Definitely not. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. It's like Alvin Kamara. Kamara's never ran for a thousand yards either. But I thought Eckler for, <laughs> he had a hundred and seven receptions last season. Yeah, he's pretty good. That is stupid. That's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. He stinks. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Time to move on to the best waiver wire pickup. And just in case you guys are somewhat distracted listening to this, it was between Puka Nakua, Sam Laporta, and Kyron Williams. And yes, that is the same three that we were contemplating for the Rookie Player of the Year. <laughs> and yeah, this was this was tough to decide between also, but we decided on Kyron Williams. 
for the best waiver wire pickup of the season. We totally just wanted to split up the award between the two guys. Honestly, any of these three could have won it. Sam LaPorta was on my fantasy roster that uh, happened to win the championship. I don't know if I mentioned that or not, but um, yeah, Kyron Williams was very good <laughs> this year. And I, I was pushing hard for him to win this because if you look at his stats in the fantasy playoffs this year, it was insane what he was doing because he had the injury and he was out for four weeks and a bye week. So technically five. And then after that, he dominated 38, 20, 14, 25 and a half, 16, 30 points last week against the giants. That's incredible. And if you look at the total cumulative of the season, he is running back five, missing four games, and he has the second highest points per game for a running back at 21.3, which is only three behind Christian McCaffrey. So if he would have played the whole season, he would have definitely been the RB2. And nobody drafted him. And we were talking about before the show, probably a first-round pick next year. If he's not in mock drafts, I hope I get pick 10 so I can maybe uh, double up or something. But I how many, times, how many times do you think that's happened in the history of fantasy football that a player went undrafted the year before being a consensus top 10 pick the following season? Do you know the answer or are we just... I, I don't. Um, I, I don't know that there's a way to do that research without just going back and looking, but... I bet it's super low. It has to be I super can't, low. I can't think of an instance. I, mean, I would say the only one that I would guess might might be Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I don't know if he went undrafted his rookie year. I think he, he a got, top 10 pick, though? Probably not. He was about a top – he might be a – might have been a second rounder, third see, rounder. There's a lot of guys – like Tom Brady was definitely not drafted his rookie year, and then he probably went pretty high – but he wasn't top 10 in fantasy football. Like that's a hard mark to clear. And there's no, you know, he hasn't done that yet, but if we were betting men, which uh, one of us in here is, we would, uh, I'm sorry, Nate, we all are. One of us? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, who? Who? (laughs) (laughs) Then he might be the only one ever, which is crazy. I hope, I hope somebody comes up with that or we can figure it out maybe, but. That's our off-season homework assignment. <laughs> That's true. Love it. So, Nate, speaking of the off-season, you want to wrap this up with uh, our last chumpy? Of course. Um, our late-season bloomer award, which is a very important one because it, this has a lot of playoff implications in it. We had three players that we nominated that I think were all pretty deserving. Uh, first off, James Conner, running back on the Cardinals. Second, tight end David Njoku uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I had the the great fortune of benefiting from David Njoku's blow up for the second half of the season. He was phenomenal. He's pretty good. Uh, Guy I'm very excited for going into next season. Just have to keep an eye on the quarterback situation in Cleveland. But the winner and well-deserving winner of this award is going to CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver of the Dallas Cowboys. We were talking about this before the show tonight, and we were looking at CeeDee Lamb's game log (laughs) over the last 12 weeks. Uh There is a lot of 
points and a lot of green in terms of how he's been able to beat his projections it's all week green. in week out yeah. it's all green everything targets uh i mean i see two two games two instances over the last 10 weeks where he got under 10 targets I see a lot of touchdowns. He's averaging about a touchdown a game since week eight. It's incredible. I mean, he is literally catapulted himself into the wide receiver one ranking. Um, it was uh, it's been amazing. Uh, good for you, CD Lamb. Good for you, all you fantasy managers out there that maybe made a sweet little move to get CD Lamb through the halfway point of the season. Uh, you could have bought him pretty low at that point um, and really got to benefit from him the rest of the year. Or maybe you just kept him, hang on, hung on to him uh, after you spent a lot of draft capital to get CD, uh, whatever it was. If you ended the season with CD Lamb on your roster, I'm sure it worked out very well for you. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, you know, most people. <laughs> uh, finish, finish five and six, miss the playoffs, absolutely dominate the league <laughs> in the loser's bracket. I, I loved every second of it. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, John, yes, you did dominate the loser's bracket. <laughs> you did a very good job down there. Uh, have fun picking your draft pick next year. It's not even, like, it doesn't even make me happy. <laughs> John, do you want me to tell you something that'll make you really upset or no? All right. Lay lay it on me. You outscored me. Yeah, no, I, okay. I'm aware of this. Okay. I think there's only like two teams the entire playoffs that I didn't outscore. <laughs> yeah. In like a single week. I mean, for the entirety of the playoffs, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was the highest scoring team. Uh let's see. So okay, it's hard because I'm pretty Nate confident and I were on a bye. I've had nightmares. So you outscored me in the first week when I had a bye by two. You outs- you did not outscore Nate because he went off. Yeah, so that was one of the instances. And then I think the following week I didn't outscore you. No, the so the round t- round two you outscored me but didn't outscore Kyle, and that was it. And and then the la- this last week you were the highest scoring team in the last round of the playoffs. So wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, do you want me? You would have. There might have been a chance you would have played Kyle and lost, and not even made the championship. So there you go. Does that help? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> well, congrats to CD Lamb and all the Chumpy Award winners. Great. Now, uh, John, do you do you want to take over here? With the, uh... Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're moving on to our, our locks of the week. Um, we will recap on week 16 here briefly. I'll, I'll take a victory lap. Nobody believed in the bears minus four and a half. That was again, that was at home against the Cardinals. Um, I was adamant about it. We didn't want in on it on our hypothetical parlay. And so I hypothetically backed out. And the Bears cashed at <laughs> minus four and a half. And uh, I'll let the other two losers take it from here. Mm. Nate, go ahead. Uh, well, I was actually the one fighting John on the Bears. I wanted the Cardinals. So I'll, I'll own that. 
I was a week early, I will say, on the Cardinals. I liked them. I think they've been fighting hard ever since Kyler came back. They did get absolutely rocked by the Bears, but then they beat the Eagles the next week. So I think there's something there. But, yeah, I think, John, that was a great pick by you. The Bears are somebody that I think the market has hated a little. Uh, And the Bears, I think people are having a hard time acknowledging that the Bears might be a competitive team right now. So uh, good pick there. I – I I done messed up on my pick. I had the Colts plus one against the Falcons. They got stomped, twenty nine to ten. <laughs> I needed a lot of points for that one to go through, so I lost there. Leighton, what happened, buddy? Look, um, it's never a bad idea to bet on the Forty ers but that week it was. They played the Ravens, <laughs> and yeah, also. Yeah. Also was, needed a lot of points to cash that one. Yeah. Went the wrong direction. Yeah, we went, yeah, went the wrong direction. But that's okay. The Ravens won't make the Super Bowl, so it'll be all good. Oof. Okay. Um, Locks of the week yeah. this week. I am going to go ahead and put down with the Dolphins. Plus so wait, three. are the Dolphins at home? They are at home against the Bills. And they're getting points. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I have no idea how, but I will gladly take the points. It is Sunday night, prime time. I think Dolphins will. I I mean, I feel like Dolphins money line is an easy one on this one, but I'll take I'll take the three points for free. So, Hmm. yeah. Dolphins plus three at home against the Bills. I would tend to lean that way too. I think the injuries on the Dolphins seem to be piling up a little bit, but I still don't think that gets the game to Bills minus three. So I think I think that's just too many points to be laying there for the Bills on the road. So I like that. Leighton, do you have your pick? Yeah. Um, I have the Lions minus three. They're at home against the Vikings. I know they're already in the playoffs and they already had a division, but there's a chance they can move up to the two seed with the win. And just the way they were fired up, pissed off after they got screwed from the Cowboys game, I think they're going to come out and just lay down the hammer. At least that's what I'm hoping for, I guess. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Um, very nice. I, 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 think... I think that's a good pick. Personally. Thank you, John. Thank you. I like your, you know, I like your pick too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Do you want oh, to start sending use. letters back and forth? You know what? Let's. Do you want to? How, how, matching... how about we get matching jerseys? Matching jerseys. Since I don't have to pay for mine, I'll actually buy one with you, John. All right. We were having a moment, and then you killed it. Okay. I'm sorry. Nate. Unreal. You're locked. I don't. I don't know how we're gonna do a year this, John. Honestly. I. Mm. All right. Did I not make the statement like two weeks ago? No matter who won this championship, we were going to hear about it all year. Okay, to be yeah. fair, <laughs> to be fair, I'm playing it up for the podcast for all our lovely listeners. Okay, all right, that's fine. <laughs> so are you telling me it's going to decrease after this then? Yeah. Can I get you? Can I get you on the record saying that? I mean, I think so. I mean, when I get the trophy at the draft next year, I mean, I might have the biggest grin you guys will ever see. But you know, that's. Oh. 
All right, all right. Um, <laughs> my pick, I am actually going to go with the hmm, – this one's tough. I've been between two this whole time. I think I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers minus three and a half on the road at the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I think that's a kind of a tough one. It does seem like the Ravens are going to be sitting their starters for that game. Uh, kind of wish it was a three – Playing three is the Steelers, but I think Pittsburgh, they pretty much have to win to get in. So uh, I think I'm just going to roll with that, go with the more motivated team there. Um, but I like your guys' picks a lot. So I think we've got a good little slate for this week. Lots of good games with fantasy implications, or not fantasy, playoff implications on the line that I'm super excited for. Probably most excited. I love that Houston Indy have Saturday night slot. Thank goodness. That is awesome. Yeah. That is going to be so much fun to watch. Both night games um, are going to be great. Yeah, Saturday night, Sunday night going to be awesome. Is there are there any other big ones where like both teams have fan or have playoff implications on the line? Technically the Falcons Saints too. Yep. Yep. Those Dolphins is a big one. That's yeah, a yeah, yeah. Game. Sunday night. Um, and then, I mean, I, I know Packers have to beat Chicago. I think the they can just the win Bucks. and get in. Did we say that one already? No, the Saints play the Falcons, so they both have it. Yeah, Bucks oh, game okay. too, though. I think if the so, Bucks if the game, Bucks yes. win, it, I think they're in. Yeah, they will. So the Bucks are going to be in. Um, hang on. What about the uh, Browns Bengals? Oh, wait, wait. The Bengals lost. <laughs> Whoops. Eliminated. Sit down, Joe Burrow light. So I have a question. I was going to ask this after the podcast, but I'm just going to ask it anyways. Go for it. How can the Chiefs not improve their playoff position? They have the head-to-head victory over the Dolphins. Is it because the Bills have the head-to-head over the Chiefs? And Wait, if, uh, that might be it. That's it. Yeah, because if the Dolphins lose, the Bills win the division. Yeah. Yeah, that's, right. that's it. All right. Yeah. So this is what's super crazy is <laughs> if the Dolphins lose, the Bills are going to get the two seed. Dolphins fall to the five, I think. I think? Potentially the six. Or the six. The six. Because the six. I think the Browns are locked up in the five. Yes, because they, they will have had – well. So we need the Dolphins to win bad. So oh. if the Dolphins win – there's a scenario where the Bills could not make the playoffs. And I'm here for that. It like it it's like a real possibility. The it's Steelers, a, I'm the sure Texans. I think it's the Steelers and the Jags have to win is what needs to happen. The Steelers, Jags, and Dolphins win. Bills miss the playoffs, I'm pretty sure. No, there's more scenarios than that. There's like a lot of scenarios. Okay. I think. Here, let me look look at it. I found a here, you guys keep. Uh... The Patriots tie. The Titans win by seventeen. Like it's one of those. Yeah, it's situations. There, there's a lot. I think that might be the most straightforward. But I mean, I can't think of many other situations where you could a team where a team has entered Week 18, fighting for the two seed in their conference, and but also the have the potential to miss the playoffs. Yeah. 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 So. Is there any chance of the Eagles being in that situation? No. The Eagles the are Eagles? locked in. Right. The yeah. Eagles are locked in. Yeah. 
So yeah, w- the <laughs> you know who's a Pittsburgh sneaky... needs to win. Oh, here I found it. Okay, so the Bills would be out if hold up. This is hard. Here, you guys keep talking. I'll figure it out. I think I think that's what it was. I think it's the Steelers need to win. Then somebody's going to win between the Colts, Colts and, the and the Texans. So one team's getting eliminated. One team's making it. And then the Jags have to win. The Jags have to beat Tennessee. If and the Dolphins need to beat the Bills, obviously. Yeah, so I think that's those... right. I think that's all that because they're all nine and seven, and the Bills are ten and six. So if the Bills so if... lose and. There could be a tiebreaker that the Texans or the Colts have an advantage, and one of those teams like have to win. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing that I could see making a difference. Okay, so if the Steelers, Colts, Jags win, and the Dolphins win, the Bills are out. If the Steelers, Texans, Jags, and Dolphins win, the Bills are out. And then those are the yeah yeah okay. Did I just repeat? so either scenario yeah. either like. You... You confirmed it. So yeah. it's the Steelers and the Jags have to win, and the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's insane, though. Well, I've never. Cool. I, yeah, I'm definitely rooting <laughs> I'm, for that I'm outcome. Like, me too. But see, I think then I think the, we play a really bad team. I think the Steelers will win, though, because I mean they're playing the backups. Like, why would the Ravens play anybody that matters in a nice way? The Steelers are stanky. They are Steelers are bad, and I also feel like if anybody was gonna like put an A effort in in a game that doesn't matter, I feel like it would be Baltimore. <laughs> so wait, if the Steelers so, if the Steelers lose, the Bills are in, even if they lose. Yeah, yeah. So we, in theory, though, yeah. If I'm the Ravens, I don't want another like I don't want three teams from my division making the playoffs. Yeah. Because I don't really want to play the Steelers in the second. Like, if in some crazy circumstance they beat the Dolphins in the first round, I don't really mm-hmm. – I don't want to have a division game in the playoffs. If there was a division game I'd want, it would be against the Steelers. But <laughs> – Yeah. I don't know. But... I kind of – I feel like the Ravens could end up winning somehow. I mean, they could. But I... Yeah, they have a they have a pretty good backup in Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I, I also uh, feel like they have just like their defense is going to be fine against Pittsburgh. That game will be close, honestly. Yeah. So it's but... been a minute since I've watched a game where, like, you've sat everybody. How far does that extend? Like, are you literally sitting the entire first string? On offense and defense. Well, like, okay, so for the the Ravens, for example, obviously Lamar is not going to play, right? Right. All like Zay Flowers, Odell aren't playing. Rashad Bateman might play. Isaiah Likely is probably not going to play. Their two tackles aren't going to play. The interior might play. I think the running backs might play. On defense is where it gets more interesting because they have a lot of good players. I don't think anybody in their secondary plays. Or their linebacker room because they have Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith. I think they'll all sit. And then I think their uh their D tackle, their best player under the D line will definitely sit. But it's a lot it's a lot of the backups. It, I, from what I remember when the Chiefs did it, the 
it'd be a lot of like the special teams guys just getting runs. So, yeah. Well, congrats on your championship, Layton. Thank you. Congrats, congrats, everybody else who won a uh, a fantasy chumps driven championship. Oh, shout out to my friend Lauren. She uh she listens to our podcast before the the draft, and then for some reason stops. But that's uh, we'll get to that later. Um, Dang. But she listened for a few episodes before draft, and she also won her fantasy championship. Let's go, Lauren. Nice, Lauren. Love to hear it. Success stories. That's why we do this. It's great. But, well, thanks so much for joining us. This was a fun episode, guys. I don't know about you, but it was a lot of fun. It was. And looking... That's a wrap on the fantasy season. I know. I mean... Do do we know our plans for future episodes, or are you just going to play it by ear uh we'll we'll probably touch base in the playoffs a little bit okay. the nfl playoffs don't don't expect an episode next week but just turn those notifications on so that way you're aware <laughs> ring those bells <laughs> five star <laughs> review hit the subscribe like button ring the bell <laughs> and yeah but congrats on the season hope it went well for you and enjoy the rest of the playoffs thanks guys